everybody. Welcome back to Three Lawyers and a Drone for another edition of Thompson Coburn's Drone Podcast. Joining me today from Washington, D.C. are two other members of the firm's UAS practice group, Tyler Black and Mike Deutsch. Uh, just wanted to say thanks to everybody who did turn out for our last uh, podcast regarding drone disruptions at or near airports. Um, and I think, as we mentioned, we don't know exactly uh, who you know, was piloting those aircraft at the time. Um, but it does seem like it's possible that those incidents could have been by, uh, you know, new aircraft operators, new drone operators. So today we thought we would take a little bit of a look at what do new drone operators need to know before they start flying? Uh, what are the rules they need to follow? Can somebody just take their brand new drone right out of the box and start flying it immediately? Uh, things like that. So Mike, do you want to lead us off in that area? Sure. Well, to get right to the point. Sean, no. Somebody, you cannot just take a brand new drone out of the box and start flying it. It's actually a relatively complicated issue. Uh, drone rules can generally be divided into different categories. Now, unfortunately, we don't have time today to discuss every single category, so we're going to focus on operators who are simply f flying their drone for fun. But uh, fear not, if you're a commercial or an educational operator, or if you're flying on behalf of a public safety or a government organization, uh, there will be additional rules that will apply to you, but you can always contact the TC drone team and we would be happy to assist you. Hey everyone, this is Tyler. Um, so we've established that we're talking about hobbyists, or rec uh, you know, recreational for fun flyers. Um, what kinds of steps do they need to take, Mike? Well, uh, step one is registration. You have to register your drone. Uh, drone users must register with the FAA at faadronezone.faa.gov. Uh-oh, the R word. What does it cost to register? Well, don't worry too much. There isn't a ton of red tape involved in the registration process, and it really only costs five bucks to register, and registration is valid for a three-year period. So what else would a new owner need to know? Well, a new owner must uh, review the drone rules, which are available at www.faa.gov. There's a lot of them, so we're not going to uh, read all of them today, but here are some significant ones that you should be aware of. Drone operators must fly at or below 400 feet. They must keep their drone in sight at all times. And this is very, very important. Drone operators must never, and I mean never, fly near other aircraft or over groups of people, and they must never fly near or over emergency response efforts. Okay, so below 400 feet, in line of sight, never near aircraft or over people. So we're ready to fly now, I guess, right? Well, there is a little bit more to think about. Drone owners should definitely be aware of um, various other restrictions that may apply depending on where they choose to fly. Some common ones include flying near aircraft, stadiums, especially when there's an event at the stadium, or other sporting events. Um, and you also can't fly near certain security-sensitive airspaces. Now, some of those are fixed, like around military um, bases, but some of them are dependent on the moving of VIPs around the country. So it's important to check if there's a special-use airspace in effect where you want to fly. And additionally, some cities like Washington, D.C. are um, very restrictive in terms of uh, their airspace, and other cities, such as Chicago, have developed uh, municipal regulations to attempt to govern some of the, the flight operations in their general airspace. So it's really important to check um, with uh, where you are in addition to why you're flying. Now, Tyler, you mentioned some local restrictions. 
how is a drone operator supposed to find out about these restrictions? Well, you can start with um, a city or a county or even a state um, uh, website looking at um, if there are uh, if there's an airspace uh, web web page re related to drones. Um, for specific information, uh, kind of a good one-stop shopping is the FAA's safety app called Before You Fly. This is an app that will provide real-time information about airspace restrictions based on your GPS location. But it's important to note that um, that's more in the realm of the, the federal restrictions. So still to take the time to check uh, a city source or, or a municipal source to make sure that it's okay in that area. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Mike. Uh, that's a lot of good tips and a lot of good information. Um, but just before we go, I just thought we'd take a little look at some final yet um, basic thoughts before you go out and start flying. One, one thing that comes to mind right away is that um, you got to read the owner's manual. As simple as that sounds, uh, you got to read it cover to cover. I know mo most of us don't like reading instructions, but this is one of those times where it will really serve you well to do so. Um, Tyler, you got any thoughts? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, no one wants to think about what happens if, uh, if there's a crash um, or some sort of other incident, but you want to check to see uh, if you have insurance that um, adequately covers what your planned operation is going to be. Um, <clears throat> some homeowners insurance policies will or won't cover it. It's up to you to really determine that. And there are also specialty one-off policies for specific flying if you think that that's warranted. And on the topic of first-time flyers, I remember the first time I was flying my brother's um, drone. It was a more advanced uh, quadcopter. And I remember looking over my shoulder a lot and, and worrying about you know, how close I was to um, uh, high-powered lines and uh, whether I was going to be too close to other people. And um, I was spending a lot of my time doing that, even though my, my brother was right there kind of looking out for me. And it occurred to me only afterwards that it probably would have been helpful to plan as much as possible in my mind's eye in advance before ever even launching. So that would be a good thing to do just on the day of your flight. That's a great point, Tyler. And just one more thing to add. You can also practice by flying inside somewhere, either in a garage or inside a room, as long as that room doesn't have anything valuable. Uh, you, when you're flying inside, the FAA actually doesn't regulate it, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, your only requirement is just to make sure you don't crash the drone into your house or your garage. <laughs> yeah, I think some great places, basement, garage, uh, office, or you know, if you've got access to a school gym, something yeah, like that. Right. And, and lastly, I would just say, don't underestimate your local hobby shops. Um, they are a great source of uh, information on where to fly. And not only that, but could be a source for, you know, people who might be able to give you some pointers on how to fly. And of course, the Academy of Model Aeronautics is a, is a great source as well. So, um, but I think that's, uh, we've covered, covered that in a short time that we had. Um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Remember, additional restrictions apply if you're a commercial or educational operator or if you're flying on behalf of a public safety or government organization. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us. And as always, feel free to submit questions or topics you might want to hear us discuss. Uh, you can do that either through co contacting TC on our webpage or direct messaging the TC Drone Twitter page at TC Drone Law. And thanks and have a great day.
Disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute legal advice and does not cover all the applicable rules. It is for informational purposes and to generate thoughtful discussions about the current issues facing drone operators in the U.S. and elsewhere. For more information or questions, please contact TC via our Twitter handle at TCDroneLaw or visit our website, www.thompsoncoburn.com.